everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast ever. I'm Angela. And I'm Tisa. And this is Boss. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what that means. And why it's important that we have a discussion around this topic. All right, everybody. Let's go. Hi, I'm Angela Calloway. And I'm Tisa Smart Washington. And this is Boss. Brilliantly owning self and success. So we're two friends on a journey to own ourselves and our success in the most authentic way possible. We found ourselves constantly on the phone, texting, motivating one another with different topics and ideas and having discussions around how to have greater agency in our own lives. And we realized we're not the only ones. So we invite you to come along on this journey with us. This is Boss. Brilliantly owning self and success. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yeah, so we're going to start and jump right in with the first question. Tisa, what does being a boss mean to you? Well, boss means brilliantly owning self and success. And I think it's important that we dissect that a little bit because, absolutely, uh, you know, when it comes to being a boss, everybody wants that boss label. Yes. But it really means that you have taken responsibility for your own happiness, for your own success, mm-hmm. for, you know, for your dreams, for your for your own destiny. I agree. And a lot of times, you know, folks don't really they 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 look at the, the benefit of being the boss and they don't really dive into what the responsibility really means. That's good. And I think we need to talk about that a little bit. All right, that's perfect. And what be, and what being a boss means to me and why this conversation is relevant is within within the acronym boss is owning own is ownership. That word is is powerful for me. It speaks to you having control, you having responsibility for yourself and how you move in this life and the way you move throughout life. And then how you own your level of success. I know personally for me as a woman of color, I am frustrated at times when I feel bound by the systems that are in place that affect it and I ha- that affect me. And I have to honestly often say, I'm in control. You know, I'm in control of my life. I own this yes, and my it- choices. And, and and I don't mean to cut you off, but even okay. before we get there, before you start to really take ownership of where you are today, I think that we have to acknowledge the fact that this lack of ownership started a long time ago. Oh, that's so good. Come you know, on. When you were a little girl and um, you got in, in trouble for displaying leadership, yes. um, leadership characteristics, they weren't encouraged. And, you know, you had to act like a girl and be a lady oh, that's and good. do things the way that they, whoever they are, said that we should do and then we grow up to be women and men yes that don't know how to own their themselves one and their success because we have to acknowledge we're in the south yes we are in the south and in the south women don't own darling the men do that's a part of the attitude of 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 being a woman in the south and it's it's not it's boisterous if you are assertive and aggressive 
And you could also be the other B word. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You could be the other word. Be bossy. <laughs> um, but. In the South, that's not appreciated, and that's where we were raised. I was raised in the South. You have to be ladylike, and it affects how you move. It affects how you move and, and what you think of yourself and how you relate to yourself and your life. You question being what we call aggressive. Absolutely. Ownership is aggressive. It's, Absolutely. A, it's an aggressive move. It's not something that is your divine God-given right. And we have to also acknowledge the fact that a lot of times as women, and a lot of men find themselves in this situation as well, they yeah. can relate, but I think especially as women, we are taught that we don't even, um, we should not even strive for ownership until we get a certain ma a man in our lives yes. or get to a certain place, a yes. certain age. And that really puts us behind the eight ball. That by the time we really understand that it is, um, through our own efforts that we create the life that we want, sometimes we feel like it's a little too late. But guess what? It's never too late. To oh, get you said that. That's so good. I hope I hope y'all in the car saying yes or running talking about yes because that's exactly you know the things that we say to each other. Because sometimes just because the light is start the light bulb is starting to come on and click and we are having these discussions. We weren't having these discussions at twenty. While, yeah. I, while I did definitely know some women that certainly walked in their own power and autonomy at a young age, that wasn't something I was managing to accomplish. But it's never too late. As long as you get a clue at some point and start walking forward and making different choices and, and making a decision to, to own how you live and exist in the world, as long as you get there at some point. Yes, and get started. And get started. Yes. <laughs> and so that's our goal. That's what it means to us. All right, so my next question is, I want to know, and I want you all to ask yourself, because you have to get clear on what it means to be a boss for yourself. What does, what does success mean to you? What does that look like to you? Because my definition, we ha everybody has these signs up. I went to a new salon a couple of weeks ago, and the girl had up in a, on the wall in gold letters, girl boss. So the word boss is, is a really hot buzzword right now, especially for women. Girl boss, bossy, all of that is such a buzzword. But I think we have to understand that we all have the right to define what boss looks like in our individual lives. What does that look like for you? Well, for me, it looks like uh, owning or living my life on my own terms. But... You know, the other part of boss, we talk about ownership. Mm -hmm. It's really getting to the point where you realize that you are responsible for creating that life for yourself. Yeah, the one in your head, the picture that is in your head. Go ahead. And I can't define that by what my friends are doing, what oh, my mama good. did at her age, oh, what, so you know, what everybody on Facebook or, mm -hmm. you know, Instagram, what they're doing. I have to be perfectly honest. The phrase that I just hate right now, it makes me cringe every time I see it, is living my best life. What? <laughs> and I love what? it. Living my best life. I ain't going back and forth with you women. I'm living my best life. That's my little jam, honey, now. I'm knocking down. That's, that's it for me. But it just drives me crazy because I'm like, whose life are you living? You're only living your best life if you're always on vacation. If you are... Come on. 
that's just good. chilling, just buying a lot of things. And I'm just like, well, wait a second. Whose best life is that? Because I know I got to get up and go to work every day. Come on. Who, whose definition of the best life are you living? I mean, you can't. Now, most of everybody is not a millionaire. Right. So am I living my best life or am I living your best life? Yeah. And really getting to the point where I am truly living my best life is success for me. Yeah. But in order for me to get to that point, I have to figure out what does that really mean for me? Yeah. What does it look like in my life? I have two kids, a husband, a dog, a job, a house. And so me being able to just pick up and go to Aruba on the weekend with my girls, that's just not the best life for me. Right. But maybe being able to uh, put my kids in a certain school and, you know. That's my story. <laughs> And really, and with without burden, without worrying, you know, my husband yeah. always says, you know, we want to pay the car note because you don't want to have to look out the window every time the garbage truck comes because you're thinking it's the tow truck coming. Like that's the best life for me, living yeah. financially free or finance to a point where I don't have to worry about when I flick the light switch, is the light gonna come on or, you know, is this the cutoff notice? That's living the best life for me. Now I know that that is not. The IG, the Instagram best life. But it's really getting to the point where, I, or I'm getting to the point, I'm learning to get to the point where I really do, one, define what it means for me, and then try to live that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So what does it mean to you? All right. Success for me means, honestly, being being happy. Being happy. Um, and I know that's such a broad answer. But I have lived in a space where you cry every day. Mm -hmm. I have lived in that space where you wake up in the morning crying or you're crying in the evening. You're crying. I'll never forget I was in the car one day and I was riding down the highway and my boys were young and they were in the back seat of the car and I was crying. I was screaming. I was so overwhelmed. I just could not stop crying and screaming in the car. And my son was like three or four, and he was like, and I was crying out to God. So I'm in the car in the full, God, you have to help me, because I was just so unhappy. And my son goes, Mom, God doesn't want you to be unhappy, and stop sobbing like that to him. God is a victorious God. And I'm in the car like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> Whose child are you? <laughs> Your little preacher back then. I mean, he really did. He, he almost rebuked me for allowing myself to kind of fall in the place that I was. And I started to really look at the yoke that women carry a lot in taking care of the family, taking care of your husband, taking care of, you know, the dinner, taking, you know, you go to work every day and then you belong to social organizations and then you do, you know, all... You have so much on you, but are you happy? Are you quietly miserable? And where does that so much on you come from? Where does that, what is that, where you know, did it come from? Who says that you have to have dinner? You know, when the kids were little, like I wanted to have vegetables on their plate at every meal. Every meal. And then I just got to the point where I realized that if they ate today, it's okay. We can eat veggies tomorrow. We can eat veggies tomorrow. <laughs> you know? And, but they ate today. And as long as you are, mm -hmm. I think we just have to get to the point where we are really defining that for ourselves. For ourselves. And being honest 
about whether or not we're really defining it for ourselves. Because we'll good. say, I, this is everything that I want. But is it everything that you want or is it everything that they say you should, you should have, have or you should do or you should be or you should be oh I should be this by certain age or a certain age or I should be in this type of role but that type of role might make you miserable Absolutely. that type of career that type of job but everybody wants you to stay in this career and everybody wants you to stay in that job or live in this house yes and it's not even the house that you want to live in or drive the car. And it's not even the car you're interested in driving or live a complete lifestyle. That's not a lifestyle that you, that makes you happy. And you secretly long for and want a different life. So success for me is me making sure that I live authentically the life that I desire and dream of. And that is, my idea of what I think will make me happy really makes me happy. Right. Because sometimes I, it's like wanting That's a handbag. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want this bag. So I just really want this purse. I just really love this purse. And then I get the purse and hate it. It doesn't have enough pockets or it might have too many pockets. I bought this bag, loved it, beautiful Brahmin gold bag. And the bag had like four little pockets. Y'all, I could find nothing ever. Because I would think it was in the right pocket. It was in the left pocket. I was thinking in the center pocket. And then it would be in the back pocket. It had too many pockets. I just need one pocket and a zip. <laughs> but, but I think, but that's good. Because I don't think that we take enough time to really dive, take time with ourselves to really learn what makes us tick as yes. individuals. Because... You know, somebody else may love that bag because all the pockets keep you organized, keep them organized. Yes. But it just doesn't work for your life. And really getting to the point where you really own your success, own yourself. Own what you like, own what you don't like, own the... Everybody else can have pockets, and it's okay if I, if I carry a duffel bag with a right. water hole. It's fine. And me owning that and living that authentically is my definition of success. That's good. All right, so my homework for you guys, because we certainly want you all to have takeaways from each episode. So the takeaway for today that we want you guys to have and really think about is what is your definition of success? We also want you to spend time in why is that your definition of success and understand that this process is not necessarily something that will take five minutes or ten minutes that it will actually take some time of you really sitting with yourself looking at your past looking at where you currently are looking at the things that make you happy that make you unhappy and really getting clear on what what success means for you. I agree with that. Understanding what success means for you. And then also, if you have outside stressors that's, that influence your happiness, then start to figure out how you're going to live within that, how you're going to work around it. We all have obstacles and challenges in our life, and we have to figure... That's what life is about, is working through the obstacles and challenges that present themselves in our lives. And I think that's especially true 
if you've already built a life around the expectations of others. That's right. You know, we're not in our 20s. Mm-hmm. So if you've already married a person, had some kids, got that mortgage, got that car note, and now you're realizing, okay, well, wait a second. This is not, this does not make me happy. How do you start to undo that or re rearrange and realign those things to come in harmony where your life is going, come in harmony with where your life is headed? I agree with that totally. If you if you happen to be in a marriage or you're you're married, you're partnering, how whatever your relationship status is, you're not on the journey alone. You're on the journey with someone and the two of you are building a life together. And what's authentic for you may not be authentic. <laughs> might be they might want something totally different than you and how do you merge that? That's going to be an outside stressor. You have to work around that. If you are young and in your 20s and you're building your life, your outside stressor may be working around other people's expectations. Just because your friends have decided to drive, you know, luxury cars and you decided that you wanted to amass a level of wealth, you know, that could be an outside stressor for you. Now, outside stressors work differently for everybody. We first got out of a college when I first got out of college, I knew a guy. I'll never forget this guy. We could all come over his house on Friday nights and we could bring a cocktail and some wings and we could hang out. But he was adamant about, oh, I'm not going out to the clubs. Oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not going to go and spend $100 at the club to buy anybody a drink. Not going to happen. I'm saving money. And it is my understanding. I lost touch with this guy, but a friend of mine did. And it's my understanding today he's very wealthy. He's a wealthy guy. But he made this... When we were all talking about, nah, we're going to the club. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to the club. We're going to hang out. I got to get this fresh outfit. He was like, nope, we'll not spend money on the clothing. We'll not spend money. Uh, and he had a great job. Like, he had a degree in finance. He had a suit. He was making great money. But he was like, nope, I do not want to struggle. And I'm going to live poor now. That was the decision that he made. And we were putting pressure. You're not going to go out. You're not going to go. So when oh, you're you younger, lame, you, lame. you lame. You know what we did? Yes, we were all of that. And he was like, you all are welcome to come over here every Friday, but I'm not spending money to go out. If you want to spend time with me, you're going to come over here. And that was just, you know, so he was young, but he was able to be strong against his outside stressors. So I don't know what your outside stressors may be, but you have to live your truth. And you have to realize that one, outside stressors are real. They're different for everybody. And there are going to be some limitations in your life. Again, if you have, if you're in your 20s and you're not making as much money as your other friends, then you're not able to do the things or move or be as agile as maybe someone that may not have the same type of responsibilities that you have. And giving yourself grace when it comes to where you are and how quickly you can move and and get to where you want to be. And you have to keep your eye on the goal. You have to keep your eye on where you want to be and not on everything that's going on around you that, that is distracting you. If your goal is to be, to live your authentic life and it's different from everybody else's, you just have to, Focus on your goal, 
not we are acknowledging that that might not be an easy thing to do but you have to keep where you want to be in front of you at all times put it on the sticky put it on the wall put the reason why you're seeking to own your success and own your success yourself in front of you you know what that's good because um i used to listen to meal boards a long time mm. ago when i was in my 20s i listened to talk radio and all my friends would say that i was lame because they were listening to v103 and i was listening to your daddy's show <laughs> <laughs> i was listening to meal boards and I would listen, even though his political views were very different than mine. It was always very interesting to me to hear how the other side, mm-hmm. to, to, to hear what they thought. And it wasn't always very different than what I thought. It was just um, a different method. They were going to the, they were trying to get to the same place. They just took a different street. And one thing that Neil Borsch used to always say is that poverty is a is a is a is a frame of mind mm-hmm. that your current situation does not dictate where you are. So you may be uh, where you are in a, on the socioeconomic scale. Yeah. So it could be that you don't have a lot of money today, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily poor. You just don't have money today, and it could be on the other end of the spectrum that you have a lot of money, but your mindset is still that of the other end of the spectrum. And so you behave differently. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that you realize that uh, when you have decided to make a change in your life, that your current situation is not an indication of where you're trying to get to. It is just your current situation, your current circumstances. All right. That was fantastic. Thank you. I enjoyed that. We thank you for joining us today. On both, we are brilliantly. I'm gonna learn how to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> brilliantly owning self and success. I thought that was a fantastic place to uh, in our discussion today, guys. We thank you so much for being with us, and feel free to. Uh, we we certainly want you to subscribe to our podcast and and reach Absolutely. out to us and let us know what you think. All right, until next time. This is Boss. This is Boss.